0: In this episode, we give our opinions on Kirby Smart's first recruiting class as Georgia's head coach, what to make of Coach Smart's challenge to the fans to sell out Sanford Stadium for the April 16th G-Day game, then there's a discussion on how the NCAA tournament field is shaping up, and does UGA even have a shot at getting in? Hi there, you're listening to episode 39 of the Waitin' Since Last Saturday podcast. Your co-hosts are Will Leach, Tony Waller, and myself, Scott Duvall. This episode starts right now. With our debating of Will's recent article that he wrote, which will be linked in the show notes page, where he ranks the NFL's most tortured fan bases. Here's what I was gonna say I was gonna say having the Falcons 10th is pretty accurate, I guess, Half-ten. for this year.
1: Top 10.
0: In, in the most suffered, yeah. anguished franchises, um, you know, with like Denver being number 32 because they just won the Super Bowl. But had the Carolina Panthers won the Super Bowl, that would have pushed them down to probably 1 2 or 3 in my book because that would have given the saints a super bowl the buccaneers a super bowl the panthers a super bowl in the NFC south and the falcons who've been around since 1966 still wouldn't have one and then if you if you think back to the old NFC west you got the rams the 49ers and then the saints also, in it. So it's like oh, wherever it's they've play. played,
2: yeah, everybody's tough to won a Super Bowl. Those, the, top, the top four. I feel like the top four. Who are your top four? The top four in any order. I, the order you generally switches every year. Yeah, It's Detroit, uh-huh. Cleveland, uh-huh. Buffalo, uh-huh. and Minnesota. I feel like those four. Just Good. like Minnesota, Minnesota, they've lost four Super Bowls. They're zero and four yeah, they, in the Super Bowl. They've won two World Series. No, no, it's not He's cities talking about football. Oh, it's not cities. Oh, okay. It's NFL teams. I do an MLB, uh, I do oh, baseball, a baseball, baseball team ranking, okay. football team ranking. I thought it was. A oh no, no, okay. it's not. It's not. It's not. Cities. Oh yeah. It's not. Oh, cities. that
1: makes sense. So if awesome. it were cities, Atlanta would be higher. If you to
2: combine
0: them all, no <laughs> it'd be right time. behind Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland would definitely still be. But the, the
1: Falcons won a Transitive Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I they, they lost.
0: The team, no, the they lost. Definitely lost the Super Bowl. How many? I, I want to know how many. I want to know how many Auburn fans were so sad that the Panthers lost because
1: all the Auburn fans.
0: But did you see my tweet? Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, you know the funny part about can, can, it. Can
0: you yeah. can you can you expound on that a little bit of the the psychology between these Auburn fans and I mean because Thomas Davis is on the Panthers and I was rooting against the Panthers.
1: Um, I think it's the same way that I don't know. You know, I. I I'm trying to think of a good example. Well, there's a lot of old school Georgia fans or old old school Georgia fans because of of Tarkenton. Uh, of Minnesota fans because of Tarkenton. Do no. you guys like the Lions? Uh, no,
0: oh, not, not okay. a, yeah, but I mean Stafford. But yeah, but but but, no, but, no.
1: And, but the difference is is that Cam Newton is so inex, inextricably what's the word? Yeah, inextric- <laughs> inextractably tied to Auburn's success, re, most recent right. success right. that they can't get away from
2: it. If if Aaron Murray had was having a was a starting NFL quarterback. would people be big Chiefs fans?
1: Yeah, that, that's a good point. i follow yeah, the yeah, Chiefs yeah. now because so, Murray right. and Conley and um, Conley's coming also, around. Conley is starting Conley's starting to get some Oh uh, and um was it now Chris Durham. Michael Bennett was there too, right? No Michael Bennett's yeah, in Detroit with Stafford. Yeah. Okay.
2: By the way yeah, but Conley had a great season. Speaking of uh of uh players
1: that played in the Super Bowl did you see the arm? Yeah it was pretty pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah that was unbelievable. I mean unbelievable. if you're in the stuff like that. So. That was unbelievable. Um, Sorry, just for. for I, I, do, I do find it. I do find it interesting that uh, that Cam Newton was was being coached by Mike Shula. <laughs> and there, there's just a level <laughs> of hilarity there for me. It's like how how awesome is that? I so. feel like that's always a sign, though. Like, you know, it's funny. We have talked to Dallas
2: Cowboys fans; they can't believe that Wade Phillips is seen as some sort of defensive genius now. Like, it's worth. No- you talk to Cleveland Browns fans, and they can't believe Bill Belichick. Is, right, well, uh, is this for genius? I, I feel like a thing that we forget a lot of times when we get obsessed with coaches and obsessed with how smart someone is, how stupid someone is. A lot of times it is fit. Uh, a lot of times it is fit and circumstance and being in the right place. People in Dallas have considered Wade Phillips a drooling moron for like 15 years. Sure, and he was he was a genius. He was yeah. the great defensive coordinator. And I think that's worth remembering that when when people make fun of Must Champ, yeah. and like stuff like that. Like a lot of times it is fit. Um, you know, there was a – uh, you see this in college basketball a little bit more you see in college football. You see coaches in college basketball getting fired, and you think they're going to be terrible. Steve Alford was run off from two places. Tommy Amaker was fired uh, by, by Michigan. They thought he was just terrible, and now he's great with Harvard. So I feel like, you know, a lot of it is fit, and a lot of it is the way that, that comes together. So, in other words, uh, Brian Schottenheimer is going to be uh, <laughs> brilliant and terrific yeah. for uh, someone. Where did he end up –
1: where did Brian Schottenheimer end up? Uh, he is in. I forget. I don't know that he did. Maybe not. I, so.
0: I think he went right, back to St. Louis. I think. Yeah. He, I think he's. <laughs> but hanging. nobody told him. Right. Right. It's <laughs> oh, like a big joke.
2: That's
1: sad. That's um, sad. I'm gonna look
2: that up.
0: Well, let
1: me. Well, I mean, but you bring up. Your, let's talk about Kubiak for a
2: minute.
0: Well, ho- yeah. hold I on. Mean, let me. Let me set this up.
1: Uh, for,
2: for like Brian Schottenheimer is the current quarterbacks coach for the Indianapolis Colts, which oh, is cool. a good gig. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> Andrew, Luck.
0: Andrew Luck teaches himself. I mean,
2: what's he gonna do? Andrew, run yeah.
0: out there. He's he's okay. gonna he's gonna coach Hasselbeck. You're in
1: kid. You're Sh- uh, kid. Shave that thing. I think it's actually <laughs> the only thing that he can really say <laughs> as the to quarterback be clear, coach. We're talking about his beard. Yeah. Sure, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, go on with your so, Kubiak thing.
0: So well, well, yeah. Let let me set this up real quick because we just kind of blasted into this oh,
1: cold yeah, open yeah pits. yeah real
0: real cold real uh, confusing real cold. rusty so um so this is the Wait since last saturday podcast i'm scott duvall i'm here with tony waller hey and y'all. will leach and we have been apart for way too long i mean i feel like i should play the reunited song and it yeah. feels so good um, but Will has been on a two-week adventure. Mm-hmm. He went to Iowa Yay! and covered the Iowa caucuses. I still haven't bothered to look up what the word caucus means. It just sounds real awful and, it means, and boring. And, it's,
1: it's Russian for Hawkeye fan.
0: Okay, there we if go. If you don't stop
1: scratching, your caucus will never
0: <laughs> There we go. There we go. So he spent a week in Iowa, or a week and <laughs> a half probably, and then jetted out to Santa Clara, which...
2: Yeah. Actually, I, San Francisco, because the thing is, is all the actual Super Bowl things we in San Francisco. The game was in Santa Clara. Right. But all the, all and, the and stuff And that's nowhere happened. close. It's 45 s- miles.
0: Okay. Which so is an
2: unbelievably long... It's like
0: long Athens 45. to Lawrenceville.
1: Yes, yeah. but, but with mountains. <laughs>
0: and, and traffic. And, yeah,
1: yeah, well, just well, plain traffic. But with mountains and a bay.
0: Yeah, and, it's it's a little prettier.
1: All San right. Francisco is in... At, like and If you can just ignore
2: the homeless, San Francisco is it, which, which the NFL totally did, by the way. <laughs> they totally cleared the homeless all the way yeah. out. I think mm-hmm. It was actually kind of brutal. Um but San Francisco is... It's an incredible city. It's an incredible city. I'm a, I'm a runner. I, this is before. San Francisco is my favorite city to run in. It is just perfect for running. As long as you run on the outside. Don't run in the Yeah, city. you're not going it up is the outside. I am not
1: a runner. It's one of my favorite cities <laughs> to not run in. Yeah, it's, a, it's a
2: favorite <laughs> city to drink and eat in as well. Yeah, well, so things I enjoyed mean, doing
1: that. Exactly.
2: But, uh, but yeah, it was good. Uh, I will say it was hard. I, Iowa is exhausting. Not San Francisco. Yeah, it's not San Francisco. But it's very... Like, I was, I've never covered a caucus before. So I had a blast and just totally went all out and just went to events every day and wrote every night and slept not at all and barely had time to eat. And I just really just killed myself the way that political reporters always kill themselves at these things. So by the time I went to San Francisco, I was beat. Like, uh, like at least like the same way they were when they went to New Hampshire. People went right, to New Hampshire. Right. Uh, and Now they've got a little bit of time to relax a little bit. After South Carolina, that's when it becomes... You can't really... Like, the thing about Iowa is it's one tiny state. Area-wise, it's big. But it's not very many people, and there's a ton of events and a ton of candidates. So, like, every time you go cover something... You know, there's not, there's not like, there's like 50 or 100 people there, even for Ted Cruz events. Yeah. Who won Iowa. Yeah. So it's really fun. So so you have all these events that are concentrated, but, but after this, after South Carolina, then the, the, they call it the SEC primary. Because it's, super from Georgia, it's for Georgia votes, and I think it's all SEC states except for Massachusetts is tossed in there for some reason. But, and then it's Super Tuesday. And then after that, we're we're getting... Thanks, Mike's live. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're getting close now to the actual, uh, um counting of delegates like we had with Obama and Clinton eight years ago, it's starting to look like that's going to happen, particularly on the Republican side. It's weird that no one's actually... You know, the moment that you taught you realize, oh, Obama was going to win over Hillary yeah. was not because the moment who had more momentum because Hillary won like 15 states in a row that time, but <coughs> Obama had the delegates, and no one on the Republican side seems to be talking about the delegates, which I
1: think is strange. Well, part of that is because the, de- the way the Democratic delegate system works is right. right, a little different than the Republican. Right, right. And this Very is not a political right. podcast, so right, right. we right. probably oh yeah. I miss our podcast, but we probably shouldn't go into it. But I think, yeah. Well, I just
0: think it's interesting he went there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and listen, this is about to land on Georgia. Georgia is going to be a hotly contested state. Oh, I think I I got a push poll last night. You did get a push poll from from any particular campaign? Um, I have to assume it was from, um, it was either through uh, uh, Ted Cruz, Super PAC, or from uh, part of whoever the Tea Party guy running against Johnny Isaacson is, based on the questions. that's just That's based on the questions. but. Because Cruz has put a lot on the SEC states, He's yeah, put yeah. A lot on the southern states. Yeah. I, I have, to, but like I
2: said, I have to. I'm working on yeah. that assumption. Yeah, but it, it'll, it'll be interesting because it's about to land, like this is exciting for me. I've never lived in a state where this really ever been contested. Yeah, and Georgia's not going to really be contested in the general election. Though there are people who believe that over the next ten, def, there there are people who believe because oh, as, certainly our lifetime. Yeah, I think there's no question. It's turning Georgia is certainly red right now, and it, and but I think it's turning. More I think purple. So the the cycles cycle, will be purple. Yeah, I think, I think so too. And so if it'll be purple. I'm not sure we're quite to blue place blue yet, but as Atlanta gets, frankly, as a the city starting to thrive a little bit
1: more. Yeah, and um, I think you're seeing. And well, so you're they, you're a native of a very blue state. I yes. lived in that same very blue state. Right, right, right. It is different. Illinois, it's different.
0: Yes. right, Illinois. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's, it's very different being in a state that because there just nobody bothers to to to, yeah. to yeah. campaign there. Yeah. So. And,
2: and, listen, uh, and eight years ago, Obama actually put a lot of resources into Georgia. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. But I think that that uh, he, he – but well, he won North Carolina. Yeah. He didn't win it four years ago, yeah. but he won it eight years ago. So, yeah. I mean, realize it was only – in our lifetimes, Tennessee and Arkansas were blue states. Yeah. So, well, not in the last 20 years, they were. So. Well,
1: uh, uh, Georgia voted for Clinton in, what, the first one, 92, right? It's kind of crazy to think sure. that Georgia would have voted for Hillary. Yeah. I
0: was, I was 15. I wasn't voter eligible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I uh, lost my virginity the day Clinton was elected. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, oh, that is a much better story <laughs> that than <laughs> Let, let me strong.
0: let me dovetail off this. If you want to feel old, Monica Lewinsky turns fifty this year.
2: She's not, I don't think she, is she really fifty. She turns
0: she's, fifty. I
2: don't. I think she's forty five. Hold on. She's around Ted Cruz's age. It's like uh, I don't think she's quite fifty, but I think she is let's,
1: like in her mid forties.
0: Let's check the dark internet. I
1: am yeah. a uh, <laughs> age-wise, I'm pretty close to a. A co- uh an age band colleague of hers that yeah. that much i know yeah i, th- I don't think she's quite oh, 15
0: okay yeah, i stand yeah. corrected yeah 45 you,
1: so she's like 44 45 she
0: but. is um 3 years older than me
1: yeah so i've a lot of what do the wikipedia say
0: 42 i was kind of off 42, <laughs>
1: 42. okay
0: yeah <laughs> i was off by 8 years
1: yeah 7 years so but, yeah she's she's 5 years
2: younger than me she is as old as i mean we're getting close to the like she is about 3 years younger Here's the best way to look at that. She's about three years younger than Bill Clinton was when all of that happened.
0: Wow. Now that's yeah. a good one. Yeah.
2: So yeah. that, which is kind of a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. So. Well, she doesn't wear
1: reading glasses yet. So Tony, sad. Tony yeah, has yeah, Tony's his. Sad sad yeah. Oh, wow. so you look like
0: Ben Franklin sitting over there with your oh glasses God. on your See? head. All you need. I'll give you a kite to fly. I got one in the garage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very convenient double slam. <laughs> All right, so, so
0: so why don't we talk about uh, something that happened on February 3rd. I think to, this is Tony's what? specialty. Yeah, this
1: is the reason we needed how to did, have this podcast.
0: How did we do, Tony? Let me Tony. put my
1: glasses
2: back
0: you on. You know, here's the thing. I don't follow recruiting that much, and I remember listening to 960 early in the morning, and it was rah-rah-rah. Everybody at Blind Pig was excited because... You know, we got uh uh Hardman. Hardman. And then I tuned in about 6 or 7 o'clock, and it was Dancer and Chris Brain were like, yeah, I mean, it, it could have been better, and this and that. And I was like, what what happened? What?
1: Well, and I'm like you. I don't follow recruiting really closely, at least until, I mean, I pay attention to signing day.
0: And then but- I look, and it says ESPN were... were Says so are the, seventh.
1: We're, yeah, we're, I think we're composite. So it's not bad. We're composite, eight, ninth, tenth, somewhere in there. Which is, we're and, considering but, they fired the coach. <laughs> well, which is really impressive considering we fired yeah. the coach. And the other part about it is, if you look at the actual part of it, also, is if we we actually signed a small class. We signed 18 guys to date. To date, there's one other guy in play, and I'll talk about him in a minute. Is but. that because of a dip? Just they, they automatically I, I, were going to have a low number this year, or is that, I or is think that just the way it turned there out? there was a strategic decision by, um, by Kirby and his staff that we felt like... W- they felt like that next year was probably a little better fit. They also had a couple of targets that didn't come in. Uh, the guy, uh, what's his last name, Brown, that went to Auburn. And then
0: some o- uh, offensive tackle. At least
1: one offensive tackle. That, USC. Yeah, that USC got. Uh, E.J. Price. Price. Uh, I think they thought both of those guys were going to move That still would have put the class under the 25 limit. But I think those two, and, and we get both of those guys, and we're top two or three. You're right. Um, and I. I, I I mean, Georgia fans have a habit of bad-mouthing. That's the Larry Munson, Vince Dooley thing. And I love Coach Dooley, okay? Let's be clear about that. And I love, clearly love uh, Larry Munson. But we have a tendency to poor-mouth everything and, you know, come up reasons to poor-mouth everything. And I, I don't think this signing day was a disaster by any means or any reason to be upset. Um, could are there places we have to fill holes? Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, we hosted a guy from, um, Rhode Island by the name of Tyler, uh, Catalina. Uh, no word he's ever been to the Catalina boat show, but, uh, (laughs) That's uh, you know, he is uh, he was all whatever conference Rhode out in, the CAA maybe, Colonial sure. Athletic Conference. Uh, he's going to be a senior transfer, and I mean, this is a guy that's visiting places like Alabama, Auburn. He he came down here with an offer at Iowa and BC, uh, and is is the kind of player that you can plug and play with next year as a starting, uh, certainly a starting guard, left guard, and maybe even left tackle. That that makes me a little nervous that there's a plug and play left tackle filling. Oh, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Yeah. Where where uh, where the I think our biggest concern for next season will absolutely be the line. It always line. is. Well, but but here's an important thing. I don't know if you saw uh, Bill Conley's uh, Bill Conley's metrics coming out. That of all the things he measures, the least correlation from year to year on success is returning offensive line starters. Which is so the total opposite of conventional wisdom. Exactly right? the yeah. total opposite. I mean, there's a lot of correlation between. Uh, I think he, he. I think passing yards, uh, uh, receiving <laughs> yards, uh, rushing yards, uh, and, and starts in those those key positions. Uh, I think uh, maybe cornerbacks or right. inside linebackers. Really interesting stuff that, that Conley comes up with. But offensive line, there's zero. There's just almost zero co- correlation mm-hmm. between returning starts at offensive line. Now having said all of that, we do have a couple of pretty good offensive linemen in the class. Uh, uh, ben Cleveland and um, is going to be a guy that may well start from day one. I mean he's a you know, he's a force our kid. He's out of Tacoa yeah. I mean he is he is absolutely the real deal. I mean the problem with a freshman is that you got a lot to learn, and he's not going to start on the left side of the line. Yeah. I don't think he will, at least. But he's a, he's a typical he's pro typical what Sam Pittman wants to see as a starting. Tackle. Um, and then we have a couple of guys that are going to be under the radar, you know, and Chris Barnes and Solomon Kinley, both three star guys. Um, but, you know, I, we, we can spend the entire podcast talking about Jacob Eason, right? Um, <laughs> yes. But, you know, we all know he's one of our five stars along with Nicole Hardeman and Isaac Nalda. Um, I got to be honest, though, the guy that I'm most excited about right now is Charlie Warner. Um, he is uh, will free for you, just so you know, Scott Warner, who, um, Played for Georgia, uh, actually intercepted the pass at the end of the game against Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, went on to, he won two of the three USL championships playing for the Philadelphia Stars. Uh, was actually drafted by the, I think he was drafted by the Saints and finished his, his career with the Falcons or vice versa. But he uh, says his son, he is a I
0: thought it was his uh, nephew.
1: A nephew, not son. I'm sorry, nephew. Yeah. But it's the name counts. Yeah. You know what? We'll talk about Lodge Holyfield in a minute. Yes. Um, okay. but, yeah, we'll bring him. We'll bring him up. But I mean, this is a guy that has been has been drawing legitimate comparisons to Rob Gronkowski as far as body type. And really? Abilities. Yeah, and he's
0: stuck up in Raven County. Six
1: five. I mean, six five two twenty five. And you know, Isaac Nalda, who was the number one tight end right. in the nation, is 6'4", and two thirty five. I think the only difference between the two is. Um, is now that's probably a little bigger build and and probably a little better suited at blocking. Um, I mean, Coach Smart's already said you know at some point we're we're going to be looking for places to create mismatches with with Charlie. You know, flexing him out, and dropping him back in the H back spot. You know, we might even try to line him up at the t- at the fullback position a time or two to see what people do with him. Uh, he's really interesting, uh, and then. You know, you brought up Elijah Holyfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the past two seasons has shown us that you can never have too many running backs. Yeah. And, I mean, he's, the guy's really good. I mean, he is a, he's a four-star, a legitimate four-star uh, running back, uh, a name that a lot of people are going to recognize when you hear him. And that's another thing. A lot of Georgia fans want to see another running back sign. And, frankly, there was no one else on our board uh, that we were in a, a serious race with that were going to come here. Uh, and next year's 2000, 2017, and, I, again, I'm not – I don't follow recruiting, but 2017 in the state of Georgia is stacked if you follow recruiting services.
0: For, so, for running back?
1: For for everything. Oh,
0: for everything. Everything.
1: Wow. Except for, I mean, there's some good quarterbacks out there. But, yeah, I mean, nice. uh, skill positions other than the quarterback. We
0: don't need a quarterback. We always need a quarterback. We, 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 we have Jacob Eason. And we, we
2: have Jacob Eason. As we've Eason. seen in all the games that he's played. <laughs> he
1: has quite, quite, quite been very, very impressive.
2: He has. You know, I, was, I think uh, Dog Sports had a – had a thing up today
1: about uh, they analyzed his high school uh Yeah. Yeah, they analyzed yeah. his high school system. It's very, very similar. Yeah. It's if very you go similar. and look at some of his huddle video, there's not a single George fan out there that look at that and think, like, oh, I've seen that play. Yeah. Oh, I've seen. It. The most impressive thing about Jacob Beeson that has a re is he can always do, he can already do the back shoulder fade yeah. or back shoulder sideline pass that you're required to do in the NFL. I mean, he legitimately can throw that pass every time. He can throw it from every arm angle. He can throw it off his back foot. He can throw it on the run. He can throw it by, almost behind his head. It's really impressive, and which is good because he's
2: gonna have uh, the to. entire state is staring at him, saying, "Please uh, win this first game against the top twenty team uh, with a great defense." Uh,
0: in so, what are you alls thoughts on the challenge that Coach Smart issued? Uh, yeah, want talk at the, the basketball game for G Day.
2: I'm all over that. Yeah, we got two things. I think it's on. great. I think there's two things to talk to it about. Okay. Talk about. That uh, one, and we'll get to both of them. But just make sure we make sure to make sure we get to both of them. One is what he said, and whether you think that's realistic, and you guys can we'll talk about that. And two, I kind of want to talk about Mark Fox's reaction to it because I think that's really kind of fascinating. So, but we'll get to that in a moment. First off, Spring—I've never been to the Spring Game. You're coming, right? I'm coming. Okay. Go do that. I'm, my, my, uh, Alexa, a, my wife is out of town that weekend, so I'm bringing the boys. Mm. So. Well, we're gonna be there.
0: Okay. Are we doing tailgating? For yeah,
2: this? Okay. Well, we don't
1: know the time. What time do they use? Four o'clock. o'clock. It's four o'clock. It's, it's set in stone. Four o'clock. Nice. Okay. And, yeah, that's, and that's I have—I have to tell you. I have to that's tell perfect. you. That's my wife's birthday. It's Christmas birthday. Oh. Okay. We have friends coming in from Illinois. Friends coming in from Ohio and Florida. You got to get a babysitter, Will. This is gonna be <laughs> a legend. Y'all wait for it. Dairy. Scott, y'all got to come.
2: I'm coming. Yeah. I've, always, I've always
1: planned on coming to the game. No, no, no. For the like, tailgate, post party, yeah, everything. Yeah.
0: So, are you going to set up shop and tailgate on campus?
1: Yeah, we do every year.
0: Yeah. OG oh. Day. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we do.
0: we do. I thought you were inviting me to your house.
1: Well, no. Well, you, you, to you the can be come to the house and nobody's going to be there. So, have you yeah. said that? Is it four, four o'clock? Okay. How many people usually come?
0: 20, 40. To
1: between 25 and 40. I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking
0: 40. Way. I mean, you can, um, it's, you can it's easy come. to just get a seat and yeah. show up and yeah. leave. And, it's a nice day. But the it's problem nice is, day. usually, it's during Masters Saturday
1: has been for the past. Yeah. No, it's years. not this year. No. So, right. No. Uh it's bumped up against Easter weekend a couple times. Um the the other parts of one o'clock. It does <laughs> seem strange. Uh, well I remember last year it was the same weekend at Masters. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Why would
2: it feels just like if it just you, has been if you play if you, if this were Gainesville
1: maybe <laughs> like yeah. I mean we're not we're like August it's, is right there.
0: Yeah. It's like an hour and a half down the road. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we get it. Deshaun Watson, yada 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 yeah. wrong Gainesville. So, I know
2: but I'm saying, no, I'm saying Gainesville Florida. Right, yeah, yeah. Um Like you know, Florida can Florida can have their spring day on
1: Masters weekend and nobody cares.
2: I, Georgia it seems odd that they would do it.
1: I have to think with four o'clock kickoff with with, with Coach Smart's challenge is Okay, so it. let's go over the challenge.
2: The challenge says he wants to Let's make have predictions. Full. Is that, is that what he said? And I I
0: 90,
1: like the stadium holds ninety two, I mean that's insane.
0: Well, Alabama did it, it, what, five years ago or yeah. six years ago.
2: You're asking to like not to be in political land, but you're asking to triple turnout. You're quadruple essentially quadruple turnout is what you're asking to do. No. I'm no I'm no forty. It's about
0: forty. It's about you said it was
1: 40? I, thought, I thought you said it was like twenty or twenty five like No, twenty five to forty, depending on I how
0: think it's way. more on the forty side. Okay.
2: Okay, then you've got to you have to more it, than it's, double. It's triple to double. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Double to triple. Yeah.
2: and that's Sad. I mean that's that's all I, now we'll, we'll get to that now I have to say and you guys know the tradition of this better than I do but I was at that game when he made his big mm-hmm. and it was all built up that it was it's halftime yeah. it's the first time because remember you know you guys of course know people have been itching for Kirby the to your... take over he hasn't yeah. been able to say anything he hasn't really talked to the press which is another thing I want to talk about he hasn't really had any sort of public thing and people have been ready there have been billboards up him before he could even take the job so finally, he's got a chance to talk at halftime. And there was, I have to say, I was expecting a, a dog moment is probably the best way to put it. There was something kind of wonky about it. He was very into the world of recruiting, talked all about how these, like it felt like there, there was needed to be, I kept waiting for the I'm home moment. And he wasn't. There was not a, it wasn't an emotional pitch, I thought. I thought it was a practice, which is maybe, you know, speaks to why he's hired. It was not an emotional pitch, and it was not a I'm coming home. I remember when Carmelo Anthony came to the Knicks and the whole it was and they played I'm coming home and it was a they, big they didn't emotional pitch. P- yeah, they didn't they didn't do exactly they didn't do it was not a big emotional pitch. He came in and said we need to do a good job for these recruits. We're recruiting right now. That was the game where they were recruits for everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. the recruits were everywhere. Who's that huge dude that signed right after the game? Ben Cleveland? Yeah, he's the massive. He walked right by us. I couldn't believe yeah. how big that guy was. Yeah. He was a very large man. And they're all large, but he was <laughs> large, large. And so it struck me as strange that it seemed to be more about... Like, there wasn't like a let's go. Come, we're going to change the way Georgia does this. And here we go. Go, dogs. It was like this weirdly wonkish. So, you were expecting formation. You got salt and pepper. That's, (laughs) I I was expecting formation. And I got, uh,
1: I I got like Debbie
0: Gibson. Gibson. Well, formation is the Beyonce song that she sang at the Super Bowl. Just in case you're, I I was
1: expecting formation. And I got, why would our listeners not know
2: that? Right. And our listeners. (laughs) Right. Uh, something a little more, almost uh, le- less poetic. Like, like I really thought we would see an appeal to the emotions of this guy who's got his dream job and is now finally getting a chance to talk to those people. And it was, he was, you know, what he was,
1: he was very Sabin about it. Yeah, I don't, th- I think you hit on the right point. I don't think there is a. I don't think that him not being that way and him not having spoke to the media other than in very limited doses mm. to this point are I – th- I think those are wholly related, yeah. okay? Um, and there's no other way to look at it other than he's being safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. And I think there are a lot of very smart football people who would argue that, you know, trying to emulate Alabama at other places hasn't worked. Um, I I don't necessarily agree or disagree with that, but here's the thing about it is that um, the important part about that is that he he was keeping his eye on the ball. The disappointing part about it is he had an opportunity to get really fired up about, you know, the, the crowd fired up. Yeah. And the crowd was appropriately fired up. I yeah. Mean, yeah, the people it's were, not like people I were looking in the other direction. Right, it was Kirby Smart. And he was <laughs> was
0: Sweater me. Man jumping up doing his thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he does that. He
2: was, yeah, he, I've been in a urinal next to him. I'm pretty sure that. he
1: does that at church.
2: I'm like, just <laughs> tap, dude. You don't have to
1: jump. Just tap like a normal person You're showing no, you're off,
2: You're showing <laughs> it seriously. And also,
1: you're splashing. It I is, yeah, everywhere. Um. I think the other part about it, and this probably goes to your second point a little bit, is that... I think he missed the opportunity to really embrace the Georgia brand, and that's fine. He's got plenty of time to do it, and to unite things, and to unite things. things a little bit, yeah. unite yeah. things a little bit. Yeah. Now, I will say that um, Coach Fox—it um, was interesting his reaction. Yes, um, if you've not seen it, you
2: can find it on YouTube. Yeah. His, his post-game reaction—he <laughs> seemed to pretend that he didn't know who was speaking. Like they asked him, I think the question was like, "What did you think of Coach Smart's Halftime talk, and he seemed to act like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was odd. I found it to be really
1: odd. I know. And
2: I like Coach Fox, but I have to say that
1: seems like that's not a battle that Mark Fox is going to win. <laughs> it's probably the best way to play. Or should he even want to fight. Exactly. Now, having said that, I, I get where Coach Fox is coming from. He has worked really hard to build what is his program. Mm-hmm. i for good or bad, right. um, and then to have you know this, this young hotshot walk in, and not mention the basketball, team and not, at all, and not and even just, talk about the basketball yeah, program, and
2: not and that. forget that, or even talk about Georgia, just say yeah, are recruit, recruiting right now, yeah, come yeah. like as if this as if there, whatever was going on around him was immaterial in the point. Yeah, so okay. I can see. How, how, I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I, I think, Coach but Mike, there's no upside to Mark Fox. There was really not. There was no, there's, I understand he was upset, but there was... And particularly because yeah. he was so close to Rick, but like, you know... Yeah, that,
1: that did smatter that well. Yeah, it, it really did.
2: did. And that, that's not... That's just not going to do him any good. But, you know, when it comes to Kirby not... I, I don't think he's great with the press yet, which is fine. Maybe you don't need to be. A lot of people think that Saban, that's... Uh, if you're trying to emulate Saban, being reticent and uh, with... The, with In public relations is a great way to do it. The problem is... is like nobody cares if that Nick Saban is good with the press or bad with the press because he wins. Yeah, no one and no one will
1: care, frankly, if Kirby is if he wins.
2: Yes, but a good way to help like it's not, like Nick right. Saban is not a great coach because he's bad with the press.
1: Right. And I right. think
2: that that uh, or not I don't I'd say press and I really don't mean that like he pats Seth Emerson on the back. That's not what I mean. But no, I mean but he plays you, nice. You play nice and not just even press, but it's like in public relations to have Like, Nick Saban is like this because he has no real... Like, the Alabama program fits with Nick Saban to not be emotional. He's not from Alabama. Yeah. He's not not an Alabama guy. So, like, he has come in and made the program about Nick Saban, and it happens to fit into Alabama as a whole. But Kirby is here. I mean... And and he is Georgia, too. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Kirby is here because he went... I mean... Obviously, he's put together quite a resume. He's done very well, but he's here because he went to Georgia, and so it seems strange not to have any sort of. uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. It just it's uh, it's surprising to see that there's not more of an
1: emotional. I. uh, I'm so glad to be back. Uh, Well, I got to be honest. It would it would joy me to no end to see um, the the memes about. Kirby smiled this year and when he's winning his fourth national championship. Right? Of course. I mean, but these, th- are, these th- things are not mutually exclusive. No, I, and I get what you're saying. I really right, get right, what you're saying. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I think maybe, uh, uh, in some level, I think you can chalk it up to, to maybe learning a little bit. And Who knows? I mean, it's, it's hard to say whether or not – um, whether it's strategic or just, you know, he really is just that focused on recruiting. And it's like, you know what? It's like, I'm, I'm out here talking to you all because yeah. I felt like it was a good idea and I want to brag on these recruits. But, you know, this is seven minutes. I'm not getting back talking to, <laughs> to Mikko Hartman. Because, I mean, if you look at the work he did... And that
2: is the saving efficiency. It is, it is.
1: And if you look at the work he did between the SEC Championship and when he had to be back in Tuscaloosa and then look at the work he did, I mean, literally... Got on the plane, then in Phoenix, and was in Athens the next morning. I mean, <laughs> Lane Kiffin was still walking home from the stadium, <laughs> and and picked him up, or whatever, wherever <laughs> it was he was walking home from. You yeah, know, who knows what Joey Freshwater? But he, uh, you know, he was in Athens the next morning yeah, yeah, yeah. and was hopping on a plane, a helicopter, a hovercraft, or whatever it was he was using that day. Um, and I think the thing that that Kirby Smart really gets and he he understands is that. He can only win what he can win today. He can't go he can't go twelve and 0 next season right now. Right. right. Uh, and I think I think kind of what your point is is that part of part of winning what he can win today is a little bit of the media battle. Right. Yeah. Winning the press conference. Um, and that that's nothing to do with that has nothing to do with being pally with the media, but it does have everything to do with looking like you're having fun doing it. Yeah, and not making it harder on yourself. Like I really, I
2: honestly do. I think this is. Uh, do you think
0: the ninety-three thousand challenge is making it harder on himself?
2: I th- because well, you I, know I, it's
0: probably I, not going to happen. I mean,
2: you guys know better than me, but I that would be shocking to me if he got ninety-three thousand people.
0: Well, let's make this. a prediction.
2: I think he'll. There'll be more than there were last year. Well, give right? me a number. Do we have to do a number now? We're gonna do. We're gonna do more podcasts.
0: Well, then you can amend your number.
2: Do you think he's going? We'll 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 make a prediction later. Do you do you think? First off, do you think if he doesn't get 80,000, he looks – like you're throwing out the challenge. No,
0: because I think it's going to be like 75,000 people. And I think that people are going to be like, wow, that's, you know, what a 25% increase over what we've had the past previous seasons.
1: And part of the reason I don't want to throw a number out right now is I don't have a good sense of who – I mean, part of me says it's going to be higher than that. I mean, I really – No, it could be. I don't don't think it's going to be 93,000. Okay, I will go on the record saying that. But – $85 Eighty-five wouldn't. wouldn't how do the tickets me. work? You just they're free. free. I know they're free. You bring a can. The Athens Food Bank gets cans of food off of this. So but what I'm asking is, like, do I just show up? Just show, show up and they'll up. just give me a ticket? Unless you want to get the in the Oak
0: Sky Beach. Suites or something.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I don't know how they do the Sky Suites. I the, can, people,
0: the Sky Suite holders get get to go. Yeah, out I can there.
1: find out. I, uh, yeah, I can. find
0: you, out. You know people?
1: Yeah, one of one of our Tony buddies. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, I've never been in it because I'm, I'm not going to look at it. Look,
0: There's I've been in the, the suites thing. before. My dad had. Tickets up there for years, and I would go up there for maybe a quarter, and then I'd be like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill my cup up." It's boring, and and then go down. It's almost back like to my it's seat. almost like you, it's
1: it's like watching a game on a huge flat screen TV. Yeah, I yeah, yeah you're just disconnected from that. It. No, it's, a it's very aseptic it's like a
2: environment. Box. Yeah, it's
1: awesome having not not Georgia's press park, which is wide open. Right? I've not been in Georgia's press park. You know. Yeah. I you probably could do that. I, don't, I have no desire. To do that. I don't blame you. I don't blame you.
2: I, this it's is much funner for, to be throw, fun. throw your, for fun. You
0: should throw your weight around next year.
2: I don't, I don't, well, don't want to do that. I like.
1: I like where I stand. He now. likes. Yeah. He likes oh. Yeah.
0: We got to make our donation on Monday.
1: Uh, Monday is the for day? those
0: of y'all listening, February fifteenth. Yeah, is oh, donation Hartman, deadline.
2: Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Know.
1: yeah. yeah you got to yeah. get it in. Got to get it mm-hmm. in. So, well, yeah. Let's do that.
0: Yeah. Or you will forfeit your chances to purchase your seats. It's kind of like PSL.
2: Yeah. So I don't know what day everybody's listening to this, but if it's Monday, do it right now. (laughs) Clearly, clearly
1: it's tomorrow Uh, on Thursday morning. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you mean you mean they're listening Friday
1: morning, right? Okay, if you can get it out Wednesday, that's (laughs) awesome. that's good to know.
2: But um, but yeah, so but ultimately, you know, I when you look at the sign day to wrap that part up, I feel like a top ten recruiting class when you have a new coach. Yeah, I don't know this ever. I don't think
1: it's ever happened. That's pretty wild. It's I don't phenomenal. know this ever happened. It's and then, pretty wild. and then you add in we signed eighteen guys. And look, if we get we get Demetrius Robinson, the guy from Savannah Christian, he took the SAT this year, and it's really, I think, I really do think it's between us and Stanford. If he gets his scores, so he's going to Stanford. And I, this is going to be provocative. People don't like that. I don't blame him. If that's what you want out of your life, I cannot argue with you going to Stanford. I, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, I hope he. Gets 99 points higher. and comes to Georgia. Um, <laughs> Nine points lower. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to he's got to bring a score up. Yeah, yeah, a hundred points or, or something so, to get to Stanford. Stan, to get to Stanford <laughs> to meet their admission standards. Right. Um, I mean, this he is he will change. He'll change a class. I mean, we'll go from tenth to fifth or sixth because he's a he's a four or five star and he is he's a wide receiver. He's he's good. He's good. Well, somebody go hit him in the head with a polo mallet. So he's, it's he's too late. a couple. It's oh, he too
0: oh, already uh, took it? Uh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, he's playing in the state basketball tournament this weekend. So the, he'll be in Athens next weekend. The audacity of this young man trying to better himself. Man. It's a crazy <laughs> tall,
0: Great. Tall So Great. You mentioned, so you mentioned the word basketball.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Maybe this is a good segue because I saw a stat that really just floored me the other day on the scroll, the ESPN scroll. I think right. I saw it, what, this morning maybe? Okay. That Georgia was eleven of fifty
1: that, that field goals high.
0: against Kentucky.
1: Having watched the game, that sounds high. That
0: eleven of fifty—the lowest Power Five shooting percentage all season. Yeah,
1: the fun
2: of that is the last couple of years they, they haven't beat Kentucky in a long time, but they've actually played pretty last well. Last season here in yeah. Athens was a phenomenal oh, was game, and they actually didn't play terrible against them at Kentucky. Right? Last year. Yeah. So uh, what happened? This
0: was yeah, I mean, they, and they, I was at the South Carolina game. Yeah.
1: It was it was the worst. A biggest win. Big yeah. yeah, it was the worst confluence of. Did you watch the game? Well, no, I didn't. It was the it worst was confluence. They uh, we were actually within five or six points and started playing. It was our, like twelve at halftime, right? Uh, it was seven or eight. It, like, yeah, it was twenty
0: four nah. or forty two to twenty four or something. Like, was, like they 20. were down eighteen at half. Like twenty,
1: okay. but we were we held them for we held them scoreless for eight minutes of that eighteen minute run. Like both teams were scoreless, but essentially from like thirteen fifty seven to about four minutes left in the first half, and then Kentucky does what Kentucky does they they score a bundle of points. So and that's well, how they won last year. Yeah, they won like a twenty to two run. I mean, it went from I think it went from like thirty to twenty two, or they went on like a twelve to two run. So it went from thirty to twenty two to forty two to twenty four. Um, but the fact of the matter is, we were getting good looks. I mean, we took, we took some bad shots. We started forcing some things, um, especially towards the end of the half. And then at the start of the second half, when Kentucky won another, another flurry, they pushed the lead to nearly 40 points at one point. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Georgia's just – I think we lost our composure a little bit. And, that I mean, that's going to happen in Rupp Arena against even <laughs> – really, really good teams lose their composure composure. The thing I like about it, and I'm not a happy talk kind of guy, but, you know, as Kenny Gaines puts it's like – it's a road loss to Kentucky. I mean, that's all this is. It's a road loss. to Well,
0: Kentucky. yeah, because the committee doesn't take into no, consideration yeah. History. Uh, History. differential.
1: History. I mean, the the Ken, RPI the Ken Palm they, they, REI RPI. We'll look at that a little bit, but yeah. you know, we were already in the one seventy five an offense in Ken Palm. They they claim they don't look at Ken Palm. They look at RPI. Ken
0: yeah. Ken Palm.
2: Ken Pomeroy. Yeah, Ken Pomeroy. He does. A, he, does a, he does a. He does a a analytics statistics yeah. based. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they And it is generally considered among people that are in basketball as the actual... It's like the Bill Connolly numbers.
1: Just the Connolly numbers.
2: Uh, right. uh, for for football. <clears> so And he's great, but and generally speaking, they give you a good idea of how good your team actually is. But the assembly committee is on record as saying we do not look at kin-pom. They are on record saying they do look at RPI. George's RPI is a lot better than the Ken pom number. Because is that a lot better?
1: I thought it was like it's a, it's considerably better. Is it's, it? Okay. Yeah, and we're 88th in Ken Palm. Where are we in yeah. RPI?
2: I think it's Mid-60s. in the 50s, 50, late, high 50s, 60s. Oh, okay. Because one of the main right. reasons for that is because strength of the, the schedule. The, way, the, the, the strength of schedule is the main thing. Yeah, because what they've done, and this was the smart thing, you saw this in the SEC. where they only got like two teams. Yeah, is there was a a, a conference-wide kind of memorandum went out saying you need to schedule your off. Co- yeah. non-conference games better. And what that means is it doesn't mean go play Duke and mm-hmm. go play UCLA. What it means, and we've talked about this before, yep. is you play <laughs> Yale. You play Davidson and Nevada. Yeah, you play Yale in the Ivy League rather than Columbia. Columbia's good this year. Yale rather than Dartmouth. Yeah. Or you play, uh, yeah, Gonzaga rather than, than San Jose State. Like, that's the idea is you play... T- when you Gonzaga's a bad example because they're really good. But when they play... Chattanooga, that was a loss, but that's the type of game you want to play. You yeah. want to play a non-conference game, a team that's the best in their league, so therefore it won't hurt your RPI, but a team you should beat. The funny and thing about that's it why is their that, RPI is,
1: is You know, hard. I was really, really bearish on them three weeks ago, and now look at our schedule and, yeah. and everything. We're 13-9, 6-5 in the conference, okay? We have away games at Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Auburn, and South Carolina. We have home games against Florida, Ole Miss, and Alabama. So, you know, that's basically uh, seven more games. Yeah. We, we have to get some road wins, yeah. period. We just have to. Uh, the, con- the, the committee is not going to come That South Carolina us. game is going to be huge. It, South. Well, we, ha- we can't lose to Mississippi State on the road. Right, right, right. right. Mm. Uh, and, and realistically, we can't lose to Auburn on the road. Correct. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, three of those four road games are winnable. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just I'm just not sure it's going to be enough. I feel like
2: they have they can lose maybe one more game and still be in. The well, that's what I'm saying,
1: you know, but the thing about it is the three home games we played Ole Miss to like we're playing eight guys. Yeah. I mean literally. Yeah. If you, I mean yeah. the announcers think we were playing eight guys on right. the road. Um, Alabama's going to be a tough one. Old Miss, uh, Miss uh, Florida's going to be a tough one, but they're winnable games. You know, if we do, if we go six and one, and they're sitting there at sixteen and ten. And you know, twelve and six in yeah, the conference. That for the, the twelve and six us third or fourth in the conference. Yeah, I would think so. Um, that's. I mean, we're only two games in the first place.
2: Yeah, but there's just not. They just don't have any good wins. They have South yeah, Carolina is right. their one good. That, win? That, that, is yeah, is their one good. And win? Right now,
1: that even then, so like, eh, yeah, fifty-ish.
2: Right. Well, it's helped that South Carolina has gotten hot since that yes, loss. They beat yes, Texas A and M. They've gotten a little hotter since then. But I am I really think it's, barring them, I think they may have to go 7 0 just mm-hmm. to even be in consideration. But I against. think if we go 7
1: 0 and win, I'm a still game not game sure. To be honest, i to happen. We go Well, if we go 7 0, win or game or two. The minute, schedule SEC is tournament. conducive
2: to going 7 0. I don't sure think we 7 0 either. Yeah. But they
1: could be all of those. So, but you're saying if we go 6 1, we have to win that CC tournament? Yes. Yes. And see, I think if we go six and one, we have to at least make the semis or even the finals. I just don't think that's gonna be enough. There's just not good, not enough good wins. Like
2: okay. there's there's honestly one solid win. And it's home against South Carolina, a team that's kind of wobbly. To be honest, otherwise you've got blowout loss at home to Texas A and M, like a wipeout loss at home to Texas A and M. You've got the wipeout loss to Kentucky. You've got a uh, a, a loss to Baylor. You just don't have it. The, the The games they needed to win, they needed to win one of those LSU Mississippi games. Yeah, that's,
1: that, that's they needed really to win one of those, it's and really they didn't.
2: Frustrating. And
0: they didn't. How yeah. um how uh, frustrated is the SEC going to be if they don't get uh, Ben Simmons into the NCAA tournament because yeah. LSU is so on the bubble?
2: Yeah. Well, right. Now it's fine. The whole conference is on the bubble.
0: Right? Yeah,
2: like, yeah. The whole across the board. Texas A&M is pretty safely in. Kentucky's pretty safely in. And that's it. And that's it. South I mean, Carolina. South Carolina. Playing, South Carolina right right
0: Carolina's twenty one and three, and they're yeah, not but safely they played
2: in. nobody. Yeah, they're they projected as like yeah. a Dayton team. Right, right now, they're probably injured because they've had they beat Texas A&M. That was a nice. Oh, win they did. Them. Yeah, they beat Texas A&M. So that was a big win for them. But but until that, like when they like that's why Georgia beat a ranked team when they beat South Carolina. But. Yeah, like they had. They're like Northwestern. Okay? Yes. they're like yes. Northwestern is like Northwestern was like seven, like seventeen and three. Yeah, and now they're seventeen and ten. because yeah. they're actually playing good teams. Yeah. and I think that was what South Carolina was doing until they had these last couple. These last, nice ones last couple of days. So that South Carolina win looks a little bit better, but there just aren't enough of them, and I don't even know if those games are really on the schedule. So,
0: so, so at least, at least make me feel better. Where if we miss the. Tournament, we'll at least get NIT berth.
2: I would, you think so? It's it, a lot of times it depends on because now the NIT has a thing where if you win your conference but don't win your conference tournament, oh, okay. you automatically get a bid to the NIT. I
0: think you said that in the which, last one. Yeah, yeah. Which,
2: shoot, which pushes you out. I still think it'll, like we'll see how they do in these last. I, I think if have, they go I think four, we have to
1: utterly fall apart.
2: I think if they go four and three in these last seven games, they lose the first game. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the NIT, but even then, there's like the CBI and the CIT, and they, they
0: wouldn't take that. Oh, I
2: think they would. I think they would. Yeah, you always. Say, I think they would. It. Yeah, and yeah. like Illinois is going to finish with a losing record, and they'll take one of those. Yeah, they take. Yeah, yeah, and um, so uh, I. But yeah, the I honestly think you're, the tournament is probably not going to happen unless you unless you win.
1: So you think Nashville, the SEC tournament, is the only way in for Georgia if
2: they go seven and zero down the stretch? I think that will help just because their last ten, which they claim they don't look at their last ten, but they totally do. Um, and of course, they do. And so that that would be showing that they were hot down the stretch. Do that and get in and win your first game of the tournament. I think
1: you're on the bubble. So but I think that's what it will take just to get on the bubble. So does Missouri not going to the SEC tournament hurt Georgia because it changes the format? But if they get, it depends on what the, what number they are. Yeah, I if guess that's they, right. It right. depends if they're if they're if they get us.
2: And right now that they're kind of packed at the top in the top four, Texas A and M. Uh, LSU, Kentucky, Kentucky LSU, and South, South Carolina. Carolina are all kind of packed up there. Yeah,
1: South Carolina, Kentucky are tied for
2: yeah. the top. I of think Georgia's
1: tournament. fifth or sixth now. Like they were right tied with Florida yeah. for fifth, right? And, and therefore behind Florida. Therefore, Florida. right? But they're only two games behind. Right, right. Uh, Florida and uh, Kentucky. But, but it's hard to get. It's three.
2: one thing to be behind one team, two games behind one. Team. Yeah, there we go. Two games behind one team. Oh, a And
1: also 8 and three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but that's the that's the problem. Oh, we're tied with Vandy which is really surprising because Vanderbilt has struggled. Yeah, well, seemingly. so is Georgia.
2: <laughs> we just lost by 34 <laughs> yeah, points. So like you know, I, I I have to say, you know, I'm I'm excited uh, about what they're building and I've been, you know as you know I've been a big booster of Georgia basketball since I got here. I think it's hard not to argue this is a disappointing season. I so, think I think that and I, there are reasons for that uh, and and I think that they're still moving in the right direction. But I think it's a shame when you look that this is Kenny Gain senior year, this is Man senior year. Yeah. It doesn't look like. A, I feel like Man has been one of the reasons. To be entirely honest with you, I don't. I, I don't put that the, the blame on him. But you needed him to elevate this year, well, I and think, I
1: think maybe he's regressed. A I, I think a little bit of that is the entry to Jawan Parker. I think for a long time we had hoped or thought that Parker was going to come back, and Man played yeah. a little bit of that that yeah. position where. You know, it was taking shots that Parker would be taken, And people were excited about, like, Turtle Jackson. They really have not gotten much out of him this year. Yeah, they just haven't. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. and I think – and you see him when he plays. Like, I know he's from Athens. Everyone gets very excited about him. He's not ready. <laughs> he's yeah. just not ready. He was – he was – like, he was, not he was a little shell-shocked yeah. and Rob, yeah. And that's fine. And he has yeah. his moments. There are moments where you yeah. see yeah. – you see him kind of – you're like, okay, that's – that that's – there's the talent. But he's not ready. He's, I mean, he's barely a rotation piece now, and he probably shouldn't be.
0: And then J.J. Uh, Frazier is so streaky. Yeah, it's...
2: and when he, ha- he can win a game for you. He can win a game for yeah. you, but, but yeah, I think that uh, – and he's a nice little thing to have, but, you know, it's worth noting that I always talk to Matt Norlander, my friend that does college basketball for CBS. He he wasn't sure Georgia should have been to
1: the tournament last year. Yeah. And, oh no, he is very sure. If you listen to him on 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 on, football, on, on basketball, yeah, yeah he's yeah. very sure. Yeah, he did not like that team. I mean, it's hard to tell with Perry yeah.
2: talking, but yeah, that's yeah, true. But uh, but to me, I I thought they secured. That was the thing though. Last year, mm-hmm. they secured their tournament bid. In that Kentucky. In the Kentucky game. loss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because the, 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 the vibe was, and... Yeah, it just, looked like they
2: were going to win. Just the that. way they... Just how and, well they and played. And, like, you... you, I was, I remember being in my seats getting texts from people... Uh, Skeets uh, from... Yeah, my yeah, friend yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to go to that game with me. And he texted me being like, Oh, I should have won. I can't believe I'm not there. Like, you know, to do that against an undefeated Kentucky team that people thought right. was going all the way, people saw that and they're like, that's a tournament team. And there's just no opportunity for a game like that this year because even Kentucky isn't Kentucky. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that's the problem.
0: So is, 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 uh, is McGarity going to put the same kind of thought process into Mark Fox as he did to Mark Rick? Or I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole, but I don't know
2: if there's the same kind of expectation.
0: Uh, no, there's not. There's but not. But I do but,
2: think that,
0: I mean, considering we're not what, whatever Tony said, we're, we're not the old Georgia.
2: Yeah. I, know, think it, I think, I think, I, w- I think firing him now would be seen as as rash. But I think that if he did not... He's got a good recruiting class coming in next year, too. Spectacular. And, and probably the best recruiting class. So, well, that's good.
1: But if he doesn't make the tournament of the year after that, I, I, I think I, you can ask the question. I, I mean, I've seriously evaluated those comments, and then one of the things I keep thinking about is that... Um, and let me be clear. I think as, as a sports program... We should not view ourselves any differently than than Florida. Florida, Texas, Southern Cal, Stanford, right? Who who legitimately filled teams in every sport they filled. and I don't care if it's means so they wanna win. Uh, and it's not that we don't wanna win, it's just it feels like that we're it, it feels there's a level of complacency at times. And right. and I don't necessarily think there's a level of complacency in men's basketball. But I think there's a reflexive negativity. From well, right. But among the fans. But, but from from the administration, I don't think there's complacency. Yeah. I think what happened with Coach Rick, I really kind of evaluated that came from the fan base. Uh, there is some level there. There was a lot of chatter out there about this was something that wanted that the administration wanted and, and and whatever. But this came from the fan base. I don't think there's any. I don't think it's un, any doubt that this is a little bit of uniting the fan base kind right. of move with the football program. Uh, having said that, I don't, the, the fan base isn't there for the basketball program. Yet.
2: And I don't think there's this groundswell of frustration with him. I think
1: people are frustrated. It's though. growing. It's growing. But
2: but it's not. It's not. It hasn't hit critical mass.
1: But but the thing about it is, you know, I can. The Auburn game was sold out. Yeah. And when Once say oh. sold out, I mean, there are no tickets on StubHub yeah. for it. Yeah. 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 And you look at the Florida game. It's yeah. it's it's be packed. Good. It's going to yeah. be a big crowd. You look at the Alabama game. It's almost sold out already. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know there, the fan support is there. The frustrating part to me is that we had some really good early games and the fan support wasn't there. Um, and frankly, we're not going to get there until I don't think as a fan base we're going to get there until we make consecutive SEC uh, NCAA tournaments. Um, but to answer your question, I just I think there's a different level of patience with uh, both among the fan base and the administration with football, with basketball and there's football because it's not our it's not our premier right. sport and. You know, we um, we as a fan base are, at the minimum, we are like, oh, f- oh, basketball's going on. And, and I want that to change. Let's be clear. I want that to be changed. But well, it hasn't yet. And, and frankly, all bets are off, though, if Mark Fox
2: keeps making passive-aggressive comments about Kirby Smart. All bets are off. <laughs> yeah, if because yeah, yeah, if, he, if he comes from the saving
1: tree, there's a lot of bad stuff that could go down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I don't. I hope that's does to happen because yeah. I. I, I and mean, we talked it. about Kirby making it easier on himself. Uh, that's really Mark Fox not
2: making yeah. it easier yeah. on himself, even if he's right. Yeah, that is not actually a very smart thing. Yeah,
1: yeah and I think Mark Fox has done a good job of um, working the metaphorical crowd um, uh, among the donors he needs to, yeah. to do, particularly the donors that that support the basketball program the the, the most. The um, big and,
0: donors that sit on the floor, like right behind the basket.
1: Right. No, no, those, I'm, those aren't the big donors. Those the big donors.
2: The big donors are the ones that are, are the ones that are on that are on the sides.
0: They get the wristband to go eat popcorn yes. at halftime. Oh, okay. I right.
2: just happen to know a big donor. Yeah, yeah. that's a, something. I will say when you do the math, that's you're paying a lot for that popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> you're paying yeah. more than I think is
1: necessary. For right. But but to, to, to be fair, he is a huge supporter. I mean, yeah. he really loves George yes. football yeah. <laughs> and basketball. Oh. <laughs> And I'm, baseball. Yes. I may yeah. I may Take that for what it yes. Take that for what it's worth. Yeah. So, we should talk some baseball sometime in the next. Yeah, I'm getting ready. Episodes, I'm yeah. getting ready. it's starting I mean, I'm ready to hear the pain. Starts the next it
0: Starts this month.
1: When, a, a serious baseball question? When do pitchers and catchers report? I'm sorry, just pitchers for the Braves. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> cuz that's
1: all they have. Uh I think it's in the next Ten days. Ten days. Next awesome. Because the report,
2: Some people are already out there. pitch and catch will be out in the next week. Yeah. But everyone else will be out in the next. Week. Where are the Cardinals do spring training? Jupiter. They okay. actually share a complex with the
0: with, the Miami with Tiger brothers. Woods.
2: With Miami brothers. No. Oh. No. <laughs> but it, it, this, this year is going to be insane because the big story out of spring training this year is going to be the Barry Bonds is the hitting coach for Miami. Yeah. So yeah. It, so it's going to be yeah. like when Maguire was the hitting coach
1: for. Maybe they get Peyton Manning too.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and Jason Hayward will
0: be, in no, will be thank in you Arizona. That. Yes, he
1: will The there.
0: first time ever. Really? Just taking, just digging a little it's bit. A little, it's, it's I mean, actually, we lost him too. It's very man, hey, it's, yeah, it's a very good dig. You day. know what? We lost him too.
2: I said the problem with losing Hayward is not losing Hayward. He's only with the Cardinals for one year. We all liked it Right, right. But yeah. One year, he said he went to the Cubs. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That is
0: That's that's. It's like. By the way, my Cubs like Jeremy Pruitt going to Alabama.
1: No, 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 no. okay. Just like, checking. It would be like Herschel Walker going to Florida. <laughs> that is. What it would be. That is. What it would be.
2: I um. I, that you know, wouldn't be like Herschel Walker going to Florida. It would be like. Um, uh, because Hayward yeah, was not top. That would be more like Stan Musial going to. Uh, uh, I mean, that's that's the big thing. Stan, Stan Mutual Okay, so relate Cops. it relate it
0: to me <laughs> yes. in Georgia football terms. If uh, Nick Chubb transferred to Tennessee.
1: Uh, Nick Chubb transferred
0: to Florida. That was a, yeah. Tennessee was yeah. a bad choice. Or
1: Auburn for your wife.
2: Yeah. Nick Chubb would that's be right. Nick Chubb would actually be the best, uh, the best because he obviously is very beloved here. Yes. But he's got Herschel Walker. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That's we'll fine.
2: go with that. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's fine. But um. But yeah. That's yeah my my Cubs my Cubs fans are. Uh, oh, they're very my excited. friends. They're Cubs fans. Oh, they
2: Cubs are fans. loaded. They have
1: already won the World Series. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, very... if you talk to. Very much. It, is, it is. I have to
2: say, and I, I, I tried carefully because I'm a Cardinals fan. Yeah. But uh, certainly, if you talk to any Cub fan, I, when I was in San Francisco, I had dinner with one of my old friends, my my friend Mike. Oh, you, yeah. You weren't out at the party, but my, yeah, yeah for the book. Yeah. And then my friend Mike from from my birthday party, I did it with his wife out there, and uh, she's like the head of PR for like Nabisco. So she are was, we still doing phrasing? I had dinner with his wife. Yeah, I don't right, know, apologize right. for that. We're college friends, yeah. and. Um, but anyway, uh, they they are just she's like seriously, like I've already got people trying to get me like how because they live in Texas now. How are we gonna get back to Chicago? Come October. I'm like, Well, look at you. Oh,
0: guys. October, not Wait, like July or August to catch yeah. a game.
1: Look at you guys. Wait a minute, Cubs fans are making plans in October? It's unbelievable, man. That's crazy. Cubs fans have zero. I mean, they always number. make plans
2: for okay,
0: October. Okay, so what I didn't I didn't intend for this to turn into a baseball Cubs mm-hmm. podcast, but where is their Achilles heel on this team? Because it's not offense.
2: <laughs> it's, they're the Cubs. <laughs> yeah,
1: the Cubs. Yes. <laughs> yes, the I'm sorry, Cubs. I didn't mean to steal your phone here. Yeah, <laughs> not, I mean, that's a
2: good one. Uh, I think the rotation has issues. I think the bullpen has issues. I think they have. So uh, they'll be
0: making a trade with the Braves for one of their. 30 pitchers I mean, later devil. this year.
2: Certainly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say if I were the Braves, I would get on the phone for Jorge Soler, who is basically a huge power hitter that is a backup for the Cubs right now and is like 23 because mm. their offense
1: is amazing. So, yes. Outfielder? Uh, outfielder? The uh, second baseman slash third baseman slash outfielder. Dan I mean, Third base, yeah. Yeah. No, we're set on second second baseman shortstop. That's actually the two positions yeah, we have And the, the but, with the Braves. But uh, he's a power hitter. That's what yeah. But but they,
2: they, listen, you don't want to trade for anybody until you open up the new stadium. So the new uh
0: stadium. Yeah, it's the Swan Song of uh, Turner Field.
1: Yes, yeah, What's a swan amazing
0: song. is that the Olympics were there twenty years ago and that thing was like spitting new. And yeah, it was like the Georgia Dome. Yeah. yeah. And the Georgia yeah. Dome is only twenty four years old. I for I mean, one can't
1: I, wait to go to a baseball stadium with the orange Julius and Spencer's.
0: Are they going to have a Spencer's? Well,
1: it's going to be a mall too. So that's, I oh, that's that we're right. Probably like <laughs> I think it's actually being a little company. modeled after the Gwinnett,
2: yeah, Braves Stadium. Yeah, not so much the stadium, but the community. Yeah. The yeah. idea that like there's like a play. they're try- they're
1: hoping it will build up like these complexes. Oh yeah, they'll be all over around. It. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. I've never been to a Gwinnett Braves game. Is it's game? very nice. You'll Like It's very nice. beautiful There,
1: yeah. I've never been to a game, but I've been to the stadium. It's beautiful. And and the Just hanging out. I want them to see it. Yeah. They you, actually, never, you never go to a stadium to see the stadium.
0: You just rolled in the parking lot. You
1: never <laughs> go to a stadium to see the stadium. No. When really? I go running, I actually
2: will stop and do a lap around the softball stadium. I just think it's fun to be around. Yeah, I sports. love being around
1: stadium. Yeah. Like I've never been to a ball game at Candlestick, but I actually got ran off the field by a, a non by someone with a rake. Because the gate was open, and I just walked in. Yeah. Uh, Candlestick Park. It was for the lockout in '89, the, yeah. the football lockout. I got. Yeah. I
2: actually got ran off from uh, when I was out in San Francisco. I went to a Cal Stanford basketball game, and I walked. And I walked over to the Cal Berkeley uh, California Memorial Stadium. Yeah, in you were were Cal
1: got, got
2: ran off. I didn't get run off because I'm a wolf. But uh, I got close enough to where
1: if I wanted to make a run for it. And then didn't get run off. You could have it. gone on the Pacific Plate and the North American Plate at the same time. That's true. true. That's true. I done that. That's really impressive.
0: You know, come to think of it, uh, I was uh, on uh, at the fifty yard line of uh, at the fifty yard line of Hemingway Stadium. <laughs> oh yes. On a uh, trip to Oxford back in my twenties, my early college twenties. Um, we had a date a night. Trip, a trip. We had a date night with the Kappa Deltas from Ole Miss. We road tripped.
1: Wait, wait, wait! Your
0: fraternity had a date night with the capital. Well, no, 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 no! Three buddies of mine. And, oh, and me. we all had a date we, night. We decided this like you know thirty six hours before the date night. Okay. Yeah. So and then after the date night, we it were like, out. "Let's go to Vault Hemingway Stadium and run around." So yeah.
1: I hope to be at Vault Hemingway October seventh. Oh, For what it's oh, worth, yeah. we are officially going. Oh, you are. We are officially going. Really? Mm-hmm. We Georgia at Ole Miss
0: night. on what date?
1: October seventh. Yeah.
0: That's probably a CBS.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Probably about two thirty. Central kickoff. Uh,
1: I've, I've, I've got a long way before I start doing television predictions. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're definitely going to. Yeah. We've already we're already Airbnb and everything. So yeah. Where wow. are you staying In town
2: or out in Memphis? Uh, it's in. It's not quite in town, but it's like close enough to where. Yeah. Send in.
1: me. Send me where you're
2: staying yeah. so I can be close. So we're ready to rock. So Good yeah. rates. It's f- no. For Oxford. But,
1: yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a football weekend. Yeah. So. You we, in, we had to yeah. stay
0: in Tupelo when we went last time. Yeah, you
1: either stay in Memphis or Tunica and save money, or you stay in Oxford and, and have the experience. Yeah, yeah. that's that, yeah. why we figure out.
0: City that? Grocery is my recommendation.
1: Because the next time
2: they play Bar
0: Watering Hole, oh, okay.
2: The next time they play at Mississippi, I'm assuming I will be too old, to right?
0: You'll be, be like seventy-three. Really be,
2: have like Oh yeah, I'll definitely there. drive my futuristic saber over there. <laughs> so, right. you get on my own. I guess by then we'll just be able to beam there. Yeah, yeah. space time <laughs> continuum stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've nailed
1: it. That was fun. We have. That
0: was that was a really good show. Yes, for for so, all you listening, we're very proud of our show. So yeah.
1: what's your what's your schedule? Because I want to do this every couple of weeks. I yeah. mean, we have the SEC basketball tournament coming up in. I guess it starts in two and let's, a half weeks. Let's
0: do yeah. one on uh, Leap Day or Hump Day or whatever you the call 29th. it. The
1: 29th. day, the 29th. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. I
0: don't know what day, but that would That's be cool. Two to do.
1: weeks from Monday. So as soon as
2: reason works out, yeah. we'll do that because because yeah. uh, I actually have barring a. Trip to South Carolina or which, which I probably won't do. Uh I think I'm probably not uh going anywhere until we have our week, the first week of March, where we take the children to St. Louis. Yeah. take them to Mattoon. Yeah. Drop them off. Yeah, and then and then come back and, and some ball games, Yeah. 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 Nice. No, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm flying the kids out there, giving them to my parents, oh. and getting right back on the plane coming back. Nice. I so we're actually doing that this summer. Yeah. We're pretty the
0: Mattoon excited. Airport?
2: The St. Louis airport. Oh, yeah, we're uh, doing that in the summer. We're flying. flying to,
0: in a crop We're flying, we're flying,
2: we're flying to. England. They used to have that's that's my I wrote I wrote about this for Bloomberg. My favorite story ever. My late grandmother they used to do a flight from. There was one commercial flight that went into into Illinois, the Cole's County Airport. It went from West Lafayette, Indiana, yep, to Mattitoon, Illinois, and she flew it right there on I fifty seven. Right, it's right by the hospital where my mom yep. works. And so the the plane. So I was I was home for reasons that are too complicated to get into. But then my mom asked me to pick up my grandmother at the airport. So I drove to go pick her up and I literally watched the the tiny little plane land and she got off the plane and she was the only person on the plane, which is why they don't have the West Lafayette to Coles County Airport flight anymore. But I used this as the lead in my story of the day that Donald Trump announced that he was running for president. So I was trying to explain, because everybody in New York just thinks Trump is some real estate gossip page no-nut idiot, which is not wrong. But in addition to that, well, Hashtag truth. I think for a large part of the country, he is the physical manifestation of wealth and ambition. Like, I actually think that's true. And the example I used for that was when my grandmother got off the plane. She was the only person off the plane. She was carrying. She would visited my uncle. and She had a huge, she's 79 years old, and had a huge backpack on her back and was hunched <laughs> over and just badass as always. And she gets off the plane, and the first thing she says, to, she, she, I said, Grandma, I think you're the only, are you the only person on the plane? She's like, yeah, I felt like Donald Trump. And that is exactly right. That is how, like, a, like the idea of having a private plane. If you close your eyes and woke up in the middle of the night and says, who has a private plane? Donald Trump is going to be one of the first things that comes to your mind, even before this campaign. Yeah. So I feel like that is something that gets lost. So I always remember that story of, the, of my grandmother feeling like Donald Trump because she was the only person on the plane.
0: That's a good story. And Kirby has a helicopter, so.
1: It's a helicopter. don't curse. I would think about I don't want the explicit tag. I think about Beyonce. With (laughs) your private plane. Go dogs. Go dogs.
0: Thanks so much for listening. You can find the WSLS podcast on Twitter at, well, WSLS podcast. Send us a question and we'll try to answer it on our next broadcast. If you find our show entertaining, it would mean a lot to us if you could rate, review, and subscribe to it on iTunes. Not an iTunes guy or gal? You can also hear us on SoundCloud, Google Play, or via the link on Tony's blog. GeorgiaSports.blogspot.com. Will Leach can be found on Twitter at William F. Leach. Tony is at Tyler Dogden, that's T Y L E R. Well, you know how to spell Tyler, but the last name Dogden, D A W G D E N. And Scott, that's me, I'm at Jawavi Films, that's J A W A V I Films. Are you on Snapchat? Well, Will and Tony aren't, but I am. You can find me through the same handle at Jawavi Films, putting up Snapchat stories every day. So that'll do it for the end credits today. Go, dogs. And as always, we'll see you on campus. Take care.